Hello everyone and welcome to the MF Gamers podcast. This is another top 10 podcast and joining me to discuss his top 10 is Different Class. Hello. Um, do you want me to just call you DC, which is what I call you generally, uh, or um, <laughs> Lee? Uh, I, yeah, I think the name will be fine. I'll, Lee, I'll, okay. I'll keep thinking you're just you know, talking about the Dreamcast or something if you, if I, you were. I usually am. I usually <laughs> yeah. am, to be fair. Um, what, a, what a machine. You know? What a machine. <laughs> what a, what oh. a machine. <laughs> Remember then, Sonic Adventure. Oh. <laughs> no, I like I, Dreamcast. I'm, I'm yeah, I, I love it. I love it. It might be the most... Um, no, I was going to say, I mean, a broken machine I've ever owned, but that's that's definitely not a console. So you still have to open it up and clean the pins out quite a lot. Um, right. and, then, and then my original UK one blew up. But hey, it's actually better standard than my playstation so um <laughs> you know. i guess that one was more of a um, dream blast hey i'm gonna cut that <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, oh dear me right the uh the question <laughs> the question i always ask is um is your list in order yeah okay, okay. so much. bottom is the 10th yeah it's fine you mm. can shift it about i don't mind um, no, I, I'm, I, there's no point stressing over it. You know, it's such a big, broad thing that to start nitpicking over the top ten is just. The, I guess generally yeah. speaking, these are ten very important games to me. Yeah, and the way I've said this on thing every single one of these so far, but um, I, what I found doing my list was not that I think I'm ever going to record it, but um, there's a handful that it's like they have to be in there, mm. and then the rest are, you know. They could on a different day, like I'm looking at this games on your list. I could have quite happily just put on mine. So yeah, you know, I mean, I, even when I look at it now, there's a, a an absolute lack of uh, either Mario or uh, Zelda, which you know those are series I'm like generally really really fond of. But it, <laughs> well, it's you've got it's, it's hard to. I think I just wasn't in a Nintendo-y mood or something when I. When I <laughs> brought up the list but yeah um well you've got two games on there that i would consider to be like the games that if you had to just be clinical and say what are the best games not mm. what are your favorite what are the best games you've got two on here that i think would would definitely get in the top i want to say top 20 but one of them i've not played for quite a while but they're the games that i would instantly go to as being as being that um yeah when we will we'll get to that but i yeah i i think i i think it's a good list um the other question then is, uh, was it hard to come up with a 10? Yeah. Like I said, um, about leaving out some things that I wanted, I can even think of more. Because uh, I, I think when I made this list, I was very much going by the kind of what's objectively in my head, the best games. Yeah. But there's not many here that I might have a greater fondness for, but they might not be better. Well, if you can think of any, I will be asking you for some like honourable mentions or games that just missed out, so okay. you get a chance to mention them. Great. Um, anyway, with that being said, you're, I said this to you off off mic, I guess, but um, there's a few games on your list I really agree with. It's a, it's a <laughs> good. good list. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a danger man list. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> and... Uh, the first one, I guess it's, it's your number 10, Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Now, I, I prefer Sonic 3 
I guess, to Suntory Knuckles, but I am with you. I, I think this is a fantastic game. Yeah, um, so when I say Sonic 3 and Knuckles, you know, obviously I'm meaning Sonic, you know, the the full The run Tower of, of Power. Exactly, yeah, where you go through Sonic 3 and then onto uh, the Knuckles games. And the reasons why I do that, it, it's just because that's how you get the last, the very sort of last secret level by getting not just all the Chaos Emeralds, but all the Master Emeralds. Yeah. Which I did when I was a kid. And it's, and I think the reason why it's on my list is that's probably. Well, when I was doing that, one of the sort of most satisfying gaming things I did, which mostly consisted of doing that eyesore uh, um, <laughs> of a bonus stage a lot uh, to get the emeralds. I quite liked it, but yeah, there was some that it's just like, this is going too fast. I can't. Like, I could get like the first like six or seven quite easily, or by the end quite easily, and then there's just one that is just, it, yeah. it's just too fast. It's too hard. It's um, it's more about just the turning, but what, what, yeah. what the the perspective shift is really weird and disorientating. I don't think anything disorientates me now after doing that. It just, especially even since that bonus stage is on Sonic Mania as well, and I, I got I got all all gold medals on that on the bonus stage. Yeah, the only game that's not the only game that's ever made me sick because I, I played as we mentioned the Dreamcast. I played Sonic Adventure two as we mentioned Sonic Adventure, and we talk about Sonic right. games with a perspective. Um, the level where you um, you're on these um, planets and there's gravity, and you could you're playing as Knuckles, I think. Yeah, or, or I think I remember the level yeah, that you're talking about. That yeah. used to knock me sick every single time. <laughs> yeah, that was really vertical. Oh, that one, I seem to remember. So, were you um, would you play it as Knuckles or, or Sonic? No, just Sonic. Um, I mean, I did it as all the characters. Um, but I think that initial playthrough where... I mean, because yeah. it was with Sonic, that's how he got the full game, really, because the, the Knuckles story sort of chopped the odd ending. Well, the sort of like the fights against Robotnik out, because his rivalry was more with, uh, from what I remember, with, with Metal Sonic. And yeah. um, the kind of robot Eggman, I forget its name. It was... Um, yeah, it was It was cool. It was a reason to play through it again, and that was something that I did. But we never owned it. We um, We used to rent it. And, and play through it again. So we had Sonic 3, but so we used to rent Sonic and Knuckles, then play through Sonic 2 and Sonic 3 again. See, for me, it was the other way around. Um, where I actually owned Sonic and Knuckles, and I would re- eventually I did pick up Sonic 3, uh, like second hand quite cheap at one point, but the first times I went through it was it was a rented Sonic 3. Because I even prefer the levels to Sonic and Knuckles more. I prefer that half of the game. Yeah. Um, but I still think it's fun that even 3. The sand level I really liked. No, that's. No, because, well, the sand one I didn't mind, but the pyramid one afterwards is is a bit of a nightmare. Um, it, it's definitely my least favourite part of Sonic mm. and Knuckles. There's a nice stage as well, isn't there? Because there's a nice stage in Sonic yeah. 3, but then there's a nice stage in Sonic and Knuckles, uh, I think. Or I imagine that. It's been a while since I've no, played Sonic and Knuckles. Well, the only thing I can think, think what you're maybe thinking of, there's that uh, kind of cave fire stage. And then once you beat the first act, the second act goes a bit crystally. Oh, maybe that is, yeah. 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 It, it could be that. Um, either way, I, it's it's great. It's a fantastic game. Yeah, it's just big and it, it's just bigger than the others and uh, it, it just, you know, and the the, the powers with the, the shields yeah. and you know, which could you know, I really used to like messing with the fire shield even though it was pretty useless, but it, it was just cool to use if it did work. It was a good way to avoid death on certain levels. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
because you were fireproof with it. And obviously the water shield meant you could stay underwater as well. Um, anyway, so number nine, well, sorry, number ten was Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Number nine is Rock Band 2. Yeah, um, so Rock Band 2 is, I, you know, it was just a really good time generally uh, because, you know, this was when I was more sociable and had friends and, you know, they'd come round and we'd, you know, do the whole, yeah, do the whole thing. And, um, yeah, it was just a good time. I even used to play online with some of the people from the forum. That was fun. Um, and even just, even just on my own, just like practicing songs. Um, it was playing rock band. I got a real appreciation for playing the drums. And, uh, in fact, I've even got a kit right here. Well, an electric kit, <laughs> um, which I, I don't play much at the moment because, um, well, it's a, it's a silly thing, but I I need to buy a, a carpet or something to soak up the sound because I'm on a wooden floor now. Yes. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, I need that because it's very loud on the, on the kick drum. <laughs> yeah. I remember playing once. Uh, I was living in a flat at the time, and these flats were really soundproof. They were great. Right. Um, but except that concrete between them so that no one burnt to death. Right. Um, so, or just one family. One family, but everyone else will be safe. Um, and uh, yeah, the um, there was these girls living underneath us who were uh, they were teachers. I know this because they put a letter through the door complaining about the banging, but they were like banging on the ceiling. And then we went round to apologise, but they wouldn't answer the door to us. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, so we had to send a note as well. It was it was great just passing notes through doors. It was it was great. Um, so yeah, what? Um, did you have go-to songs, songs that you'd play on repeat, or that they'd yeah. be your like party piece? I guess. Yeah, I I had a few. Um, I really like playing Cherub Rock, Smashing Pumpkins, uh, Black Hole Sun, as well was another. Um, just a lot from that kind of era. Um, oh, there was also I know I know Lush aren't great, but they one of their songs that's really fun to play on the drums. Yeah. Uh, I forget the, what what it was actually called, but yeah, I, it was more. It was. I feel like the nineties grungy stuff just generally had good fun drum drums to play to. Generally, was it? So did you? This is a bit of a twenty questions question, but did you? Um, <laughs> was there something you got into through that? Like, was there a song that you just liked playing that you'd never really heard before? Uh, yeah, I really got into the replacements off uh, one of the songs, um, and then I went off hunting down albums. I own quite a, few, a lot of stuff by them now. I can picture their... They had, they were the ones with the... No, were they? I was going to say the guy with the, the cartoon guy, but I think I might have been thinking of the... Uh, no. Of a D, I think. I, I don't think there's a cartoon guy involved with them yeah no I, I think I'm thinking of a different descendants or something like that. I can't remember I'm sure someone will correct me I don't know who the replacements are then sorry all right okay um yeah I think they were just kind of early 80s sort of punk band um see that's what I thought but that, um, it could be it could be a different band it could be a different band. there was a lot of them yeah, I, I get, they're kind of, I guess, maybe slightly Ramones-esque, but maybe more kind of... I know, I know, you know, like, looking into them and stuff, like, why you know, Kurt Cobain was quite, you know, inspired by them in terms of yeah. the actual guitar playing and stuff. And, yeah, it, it sounds like... It, it does sound like something that would inspire those 90s bands, even though it was quite a bit earlier. What about, you know, why Rock Band 2 rather than Rock Band 3? A Rock Band, I think it was more of just a time and a place kind of thing um, with... Like I say, when it, this is when I was hanging out a lot with my friends and playing it, doing that. And I think it, Rock Band 2 was also the first one that I did online. 
I think the first one did online multiplayer. I don't think the uh, first one did. I could be wrong. I want to say that that happened. I no, I th- I think you're right. I don't mm. think the first one did. Yeah, and uh, Rock Band Three was. Um, I didn't really get into the keyboard that they added, and uh, mm. the songs. There was some really good songs on it, um, but it, I guess to me it just felt like a song pack for Rock Band Two, and so I I, I guess I okay. I put I still think of. I guess that, I guess the game I was playing throughout the duration of Rock Band 2 and 3, I guess I think of it as just Rock Band 2. Yeah, it does seem to be the the one of the, I was going to say one of the three, but I guess it was a fourth one. Um, mm. It's the one that's the most revered, I think. Yeah, I think it, it was hope. You know, when Rock Band 3 came out, I think also people were complaining online about oh I've got these dusty instruments lying around and uh, blah 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 <laughs> you know it, it the uh the the kind of scene had uh, sort of dipped at that point mm. there's less interest yeah which is a shame I think I I I'm one of the people who thinks that there could be a comeback it's just that obviously it's such a big barrier yeah, for entry, it, it is. It's a big, ridiculous thing, and I'm glad that it had the time it did, and it, you know, got those yeah. uh, memories. I guess to sound all sentimental, but uh, yeah, it's just a good, and it's just generally a solid rhythm action game with smart uh, notes and uh, like arrangements and stuff. You know, like mm. they they apply it well. You know, playing on the guitar, you know, just doing the hammer ons, and that was always fun. And yeah, it, it was. Felt it, it was just one of those silly feel good games which was yeah. just well done and it's i just really appreciate it i guess okay um so if uh, number 9 was rock band 2 number 8 is battlefield bad company 2 which is a game that weirdly seems to have in the last few years kind of found this nostalgia like people seem to really like the bad company games now yeah i th- i think it's it's cause when it was it's i mean it was battlefield but it was kind of made a bit more accessible, but it was yeah, still like battle- there was humor to it and the characters mm. to it and stuff. Yeah, but it was still Battlefield. Whereas I think you know some complaints and some of the later ones, it it's starting to homogenize more with just the general first person shooter TM kind of feel to it. Yeah. So yeah, Battlefield Company Two was just uh, again this was during a time online where there was just a lot of us playing it and a lot of us enthusiastic about it and of course that elevates a game and uh, it was just a good solid um, strategic shooter generally you know with the uh, you know it had a good mix of classes uh, it, yeah I was going to say wasn't it four man or am I remembering wrong yeah, uh, yeah so there, there was four people in a squad uh, four squads per team I think is that right it was about 32 or th- 36 yeah. players. Anyway, sure. yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, so it was, you had multiple squads on uh, each on each team, and uh, yeah, you could kind of like spawn on each other, and so yeah, you could definitely have play a game where you were all in quite a tight-knit thing, and uh, you know, sort of working together to take a point or something. Um, and yeah, it, but it just had like nice, heavy feeling weapons, and uh, the vehicles controlled well. Especially the helicopter, like the helicopter felt like something you really had to master. And having someone who could fly the helicopter was like it felt like a real boon. Whereas in some of the later games, like any idiot could, like even even I could uh, be pretty damn lethal in a helicopter in the later <laughs> games. But um, I, I, again, it's just more of a memories thing. 
um, just remember having a really good time with that game. And I, and I just know as well that it was just through design decisions that they kind of scrapped at this point. And uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm kind of struggling to think what I'm actually talking about now. Um, <laughs> well, there, there is a rumour it's, it's going to be put in with the next Battlefield as a pre-order. Really? Um, uh, yeah, I don't I've know if it's actually going to happen. It's, it's just a rumour. And also, by the time this goes out, maybe they'll have said one way or the other. But yeah, so is it is it something you'd play again? Yeah. Because it, it had a campaign. It, it's not yeah, just I, multiplayer. Yeah, I didn't actually play the campaign. <laughs> I'm purely basing this choice on the multiplayer. I, ne- I never played the campaign. Um, I think when... I, yeah, when I was playing it, I, just, I don't think I had much interest in uh, th- those kinds of shooters no i this won't get left in but i got sent it to I got sent a review code and someone else on the site was reviewing it instead right. because i sort of played a bit and was just like fucking this is absolutely shit <laughs> it's not that it's shit it just wasn't my sort of thing i you know um, yeah i just didn't like the character i didn't like any of it and i was trying i was like really intrigued i'll play something i don't ordinarily play mm. and um yeah, I just didn't like it. So someone else was like, well, fortunately, we got another copy because I'm going to review it because I like it. Right. So that's probably okay. for the best. I'd, <laughs> yeah. rather, I'd rather positive stuff than, believe it or not, than negative stuff. Yeah. But, well, I don't know. You can have... I mean, I, I don't know. I guess it depends what you want your review. I mean, the reviews, people just really want buyer's guides. And if you're not... You know, if you're just sort of saying how this isn't working for you on a quite personal level, then yeah. that's not very useful as a review i mean it can be as like a, a, a article or something i guess you know yeah it's criticism's good mm. but i just think a lot of stuff now is so familiar that um a known quantity and people know if they're going to like this thing mm. and if is this a good version of this thing that's what people want. Whereas if yeah. you come to it and go, kind of i've never really played this thing before it's not like it's not that there's no worth to that but people know what they're getting into at this point. Like the amount of times you, I haven't read a review before I've bought a game because I've seen some gameplay or I just know it's it's yeah, another one of I, these. I never, I've never read, I only ever read reviews on anything, even films and stuff uh, after I've seen it. Because yeah. then I just like sort of being part of the discourse or something, I exactly. guess. Yeah, the yeah. criticism's the interesting part. Yeah. Anyway, moving on from Bad <laughs> Company 2, um, You've got at number six, I think, ten, nine, eight, uh, number seven, seven yeah. you've got Gunstar Heroes, which, let me jump in and say, is one of the greatest games ever made. It is. I totally agree. Uh, yeah. Um, I think this was a bit of an important game for me. I think now we're talking into, since we're getting into older games. Uh, so when I, when I was a kid on the Mega Drive, I, you know, I, I don't think I was really a serious gamer so i don't but well, i don't know really who is when they're that age it's just just yeah. another thing you do isn't it's it just what, yeah it's what you do you're not tied to it in a mm. way that you know you wouldn't you wouldn't put it in your twitter bio <laughs> <laughs> i still do i have it in my twitter bio? i don't know i think i maybe did at one point i anyway. just have pronouns Pron- <laughs> right all of them yeah <laughs> okay um okay z uh so <laughs> gunster <laughs> Oh god, shouldn't laugh. Anyway, <clears throat> yeah. So when I was, yeah, this is when I was a kid, and maybe didn't really consider myself a, a gamer per se. But 
I think this was a game that it, it just felt different to other things I was playing at the time. Even to things like Sonic the Hedgehog, you know, they, they just felt like there was uh, an amount of gameplay here that you could mess around with, which was just... I, like, I was always surprised at school why it wasn't sort of like the biggest game in the world, mm. you know, because, you know, it had this cool music, had these cool graphics, you could do all this stuff, you know, you could jump kick, you could shoot, you could throw a dude combined into weapons. another dude. Yeah, combine weapons and uh, l- hang on to a ledge and kick them up. In fr- you know, it just felt like there was just options all over the place and it was just con- completely playful sort of action game. And Yeah. Which how, did you, how did you discover it? Do you remember? Because I I just remember playing it, and like you say, it's, it seems obscure. Like there wasn't advertising for it. It wasn't yeah. hyped like Sonic was. Yeah, uh, I didn't. Um, so this was when I was l- when this came out. Well, at least when I had this, my I was living at my grand's, and it was actually my uncle who had it. Uh, I did have my own Mega Drive, which was at my mother's house. But when I was at my no, oh fucking, I'm trying to remember my life situation. Basically, this was when I was at my grandmother's, and my uncle still lived with a parent, still lived with his parents, and uh, yeah, he had a Mega Drive with, and he had loads of games, and it was just one of them. And I just you know I try out his games, and I, it was just, and I put this Gunstar Heroes on. I was like fucking hell. <laughs> and it's and it was co-op as well, so I used to play it with him, and I used to play it with my cousin as well. And he, I, I just remember just being blown away by it. So did you um, did you come to play other treasure games as well? Yeah, I've played quite a few. I've I've missed the the Saturn ones because I didn't have one. But other than that, yeah, I've played. Other than the Saturn ones, I've played most of them. I've played Ikaruga. I've played both the Sin and Punishment games. Yeah, even the the Game Boy Advance one I've played. Uh, uh, Astro Boy. I, I've played Astro Boy as well. Yeah, it's a shame. I'd love. I've said this elsewhere, but Guardian Heroes should be on everything. Like it's a co-op RPG brawler. Yeah, and it looked it looked great on the Saturn. If you up-res that, if you most do a HD version of it, didn't they do one? I don't maybe maybe but Didn't they put it on three sixty. Yeah, they did do a version on the three sixty, but that should just be on everything now. Yeah, like there should be a, a Steam version, there should be a Switch version, a PS4 version, um, like Radiant Silvergun and stuff. Yeah, sure, is a, a curiosity because it's not aged amazingly. It's a good game, or it was, but um, mm. yeah, but God in Heroes really could find its feet, and there was a three DS like three D reimagining, not reimagining, three D port. Of you know the one where they add depth to it, the Sega Ages style oh, yeah. stuff um, of Gunstar Heroes, and it's it's great. Yeah, I've got that. <laughs> yeah, it's a fantastic version of the game. Yeah, it's still a game I still like to play through and at least go through once again because, and I still even now have fun with it, and that's why it's kind of on this list. I I'm still sort of waiting for like a modern 3D alternative to it. Which I think the closest game that is, and it was very nearly on this list, was Vanquish. In fact, it was on the yeah. list, but I took it off. Uh, and and yeah, it was that. That's been probably the the closest thing to uh, a modern Gunstar Heroes. But I'm still waiting for something that's just maybe got a bit more craziness to it. <laughs> Okay, so the, uh, this might be spoiling the rest of your list, but from the games you've mentioned so far, apart, actually, no, maybe I should be holding this question back a little bit, but um, even then, I don't know, my memory's a bad company too, and obviously Rock Band's very gameplay-orientated. They're almost 
um, very obviously very. It sounds stupid. Very gameplay focused, but that what we used to call like arcadey, right? Yeah, and stuff like like. I'm not saying they're all Sega games or they're all, but they have that sort of vibrancy, and it's not um, gone home. Or yeah, something, yeah, no. I'm not saying you don't like. I'm saying you know just that it's very sort of pacey and mm. uh, immediate. I guess. Yeah, they're definitely the kind of games I do like more. Um, I mean. I'm not, there was, I think, especially as I've got older, I think I've got less time for, I'm just waiting for, I mean, this might go off on a bit of a tangent here, but, uh, so, it was, it was quite a recent feeling of me maybe getting a bit off, put by uh, narrative-based games, and that was just basically getting more into films, and also um, maybe reading a little bit more as well, and I would come to these even the good stories in games that I was still a bit dissatisfied by them. Even like, and there was two games I played: Shin Megami Tensei Four and The Last of Us, pretty much back to back. And I, I love the yeah. stories to both of those games. And and like every other story-based game I played after that was just didn't. It just didn't cut it. Like it was, I always found them really dissatisfying. So I've yeah I, I so that means when it comes to my games now I just tend to stick to more gameplay driven games and uh, get the stories elsewhere I guess yeah I think I've tipped the other way this your list is what mine would have been a few years back and now it's more like I don't know like I I love Dear Esther and to the uh, yeah to the moon um, near Automata and, and yeah stuff like I like that. I like to the moon to be honest I thought yeah I thought that was one of the one of the it's not that I'm totally against them. I can, I can still find enjoyment in them. In them. Yeah, because I I kind of I always in my head thought I was more of a not gameplay 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 sort of thing. But yeah, just over the years, I think I, I played a lot of fighting games. I played a lot of arcade games and stuff like that. And I think my patience with them, or my ability to learn them and practice them, has gone. Right. And I just need to be finishing. I'm turned into that casual gamer thing, <laughs> even if it's more indie games quite often but it's just grinding through playing the next thing grinding through playing the next thing grinding through playing the next thing um yeah it's a shame it's, it's that's why i like your list i think because yeah. it's a lot of stuff that it's like that i i like and hasn't necessarily made my list but it should like it, it would have done a few years ago or the stuff that would get in the honorable mentions or something yeah um, moving on then so uh, this is your number six. So if number seven was uh, Gunstar Heroes, number six is a game that you have talked about a lot, and yeah. I, I tried, but I never, I couldn't, I didn't find the time to properly get into it. God Hand. Yeah. Now this is it's a hard game. This. Yeah, I I don't know. I I think it's just got a high first hurdle. I think once you get in the groove of it, it it doesn't really get much harder to be honest yeah. if i'm put if i put it it gets a bit harder obviously there is a bit of a difficulty growth kind of thing um, but by that point you should be well practiced yeah. and yeah 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 so there's definitely no doubt when i first played it i got my ass kicked in the first level and <laughs> and just wondering how the hell you meant to deal with those demon guys that spawn out of some of the enemies oh yeah yeah <laughs> like because they're so quick but and then yeah you you just find a groove and and you just sort of swear dodging just everything and hitting back with critical hits and yeah and it's just got a nice good heavy another game I like games with a good like heavy feeling to them you know uh, you know Gene the character you know it feels just really grounded like all the time 
uh, and yeah, and, and also it just has this weird thing, customizable combo list, which I've I don't think I've seen in anything else as well since as well. Uh, where yeah. you, where you unlock individual little moves and you can like sort of like Lego build them into sort of different combos. And uh, yeah, that that was always fun to play around with. Even though I, d- I think eventually I did find one which are like, no, that one just fucking works. And <laughs> I and I didn't. I only really upgraded to sort of harder, sort of stronger versions of those moves. But yeah, it, I just have a lot of fun with that game. I mean, I wish it looked better. It, it, it's not a pretty game. <laughs> um, and yeah, and it. Actually, I quite like the music. It's I think it's done by the same yeah. guy who does Silent Hill music, but it's just him going in a total different oh, direction. Right. I think yeah. it is. I'm not 100%, but uh, it, it might be. Um, or, or, or another kind of horror franchise or something. I'd have to, yeah. I maybe should have Googled that before I uh, said it, but, you know, if I'm wrong, you know, whatever, don't at me. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, so what was it when, when you... So I didn't get into God Hand. Was it just because you just hit that first hurt? I really high. I managed. Yeah, I managed to get through the first level, which is what a few people had told me. Like, if you get through the first level, you'll be fine. Yeah. Um, I managed to do that, but I think it was I was playing it on the like so it came out on the PS2 and I was playing it on the PS3. Yeah. But it was not long before the end of I say the end of the PS3, the point where I then got a PS4. Okay. Um. So I think by the time I got around to it, it just there was a couple of things. This was a casualty of it, where it's just like, oh, I got the new machine hooked up now. So mm. uh, like all these games that I'm definitely going to go and finish Persona Three on the PS2 one day. It's definitely gonna <laughs> oh, happen. you got it definitely going to happen. <laughs> yeah, uh, whichever Shin Megami is at Dante, that is one that I'm going to go back and finish. But I'm never going to. Yeah, I've have so many SMT games on the PS3. Uh, yeah. <laughs> This unfortunately is a casualty of that. Mm. Um, it would be nice if Sony were to let you carry these things over. It would be nice. But, um, have maybe they, I'll, have I'll, they done a PS2 classics on PS4 God Hand? I've not actually gone through that list. I don't know if they have and they let you carry it over. Don't think they be... have actually. It's mostly yeah. just the Dark Cloud games and <laughs> that, that I see all the time on sale. So I, I'd like to, it's a game I'd like to go play because largely because of how much you've talked about it and. Like I say, we're not a million miles away in terms of tasting games, so mm. I, I sort of feel like I'd be... I wish I'd played it at the time. Right. Um, and I think if I did spend the time with it, I think I could see what it is about it. Uh, it Nier, I think the original Nier right. reminds me of that in a way that... I know it's got problems, but I kind of wish I'd, I'd played it back in the day because the people that loved it, I, I'm kind of with them. I, yeah. I, you know. I, but, I think I played that quite late on as well. I think... In fact, it was maybe just before I got the PS4, or, just, or, or maybe early on when I didn't have much for it. But yeah, I played I played near quite late. Yeah, but it was good, still good. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't get too far. I put a few hours into it, and it, again, it's it's something I'd like to get back to. It's just realistically, there's so much stuff coming out nowadays. You just never, you know, we need a like a, a gaming collapse again. I think just for a couple <laughs> of years, just so I can get through the back catalogs. Yeah, I could just be, you know, a bit more uh, self-controlled, maybe. No. <laughs> no. Um, so, I, I kind of feel like we should talk more about God Hand, but I don't have a lot of experience um, with it, so I, I can't. Yeah, I guess the only other thing I like about it, which I put 
which turned up in Resident Evil 4 as well, was the dynamic difficulty, which made yeah. things interesting as well. Made, yeah, even, so I guess that's maybe why I sometimes struggle with it, because I, I do wonder if, like, if you sort of accidentally do well <laughs> when you first start playing it, and then all of a sudden you go into another area and there's just, like, a ton of enemies, big big blocks that are going to uh, really slap you down. It's... Yeah, I, d- I don't know. No, it shouldn't work. Any- anyway, yeah, but that's that's really cool, that element of it. Because even though you know it, it makes it harder. I even, even in any of these kinds of games, I have such an obsession with keeping my combo meter going, like like these style writings in Devil May Cry and, yeah. you know, that those kind of things. And because I'm kind of obsessed with keeping that up and when you're doing that, the game is getting more difficult. It, it's... Uh, I don't, I don't know. It's frustrating, but funny, and yeah, it's it's just it's just a real fun game. So, um, if number six was God Hand, number five is Chibi Robo, which is a game I never, unfortunately, I never got around to playing. All right, uh, yeah, I don't think a lot of people did. Um, I've got a really strange memory of actually buying this game. Uh, I was in. Yeah, I was in Game, the our Game Station. I can't remember. I think it was. I think this might have been Game Station uh, back then. And I think I was buying something else, like something quite. Um, ad- I guess I'm using adult Medal of Honor. Ad- <laughs> yeah, so I'm using adult in a sort of a square in square quotes. What am I on about? Um, in quotes, and. Um, I think I was just waiting in queue and I just sort of, you know, as you do, you just sort of turn around and look around. And then I know it's just sort of on on the edge of a, you, you know, on those ends of shelves. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, there was just a bunch of them like there, just sort of hidden away. And I was like, okay. and this, this is when I had money and uh, I just picked <laughs> that up as well. And I was like, oh, I'm going to have that. And I just remember getting kind of a bit of a strange look from the, the uh, person at the, the counter. So screw See, that. See, that sounds screw more that like guy. game. Yeah. <laughs> game station was cool. Game station was cool. Uh, and look, well, maybe it was, it was just this guy. It was just this one idiot that they accidentally employed. Um, but anyway, the game itself. So, th- so this is more like the, the kind of less gameplay driven games, probably like the only one on my list really. But I think I've got this one cause it was it was always just so surprising to me because I was just expecting this kind of quite quaint little game, but it actually being about a very dysfunctional family, which which some with some quite which alluded to some quite uh, adult themes. More, <laughs> more no, I say adult themes. It means like there's no no sex in it or anything like that. I mean like uh, like debt and how that. Money problems can affect, like, legitimately affect a family, yeah, and that kind of stuff, and as well as having a very Toy Story esque sort of side of things where the toys came to life. So, have you played? Have you played any of the others? Because weirdly, they've had sequels to it, right? Yeah, I don't know if there was a GameCube sequel, but there was a 3DS one, I think, which was a platformer. Yeah, I do have that actually. Yeah, I was going to say no, I've not played that, played any of the others, but no, that I forgot about that one. Yeah, I do have that, and I've yeah, and but I bought it pretty much just for the amiibo because because I like Chibi Robo so much, <laughs> and and I think at, there was a time the only way you could get it was to buy it with the game, and I was like, yeah, you know what, fine, you've got me. I'll play this stupid game as well. 
And Did you get around to it? Because I, yeah. I have bought it, but it's still in its wrapper. All oh, right. Uh, yeah, I played a few worlds of it, and it's it. it I was I was having an okay time. It was you know definitely one of the more C tier Nintendo platformers. But then I got to this minecart level, strangely, and I just couldn't do it, which sounds so fucking nineties. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, that I think that's what, I, and I just sort of gave up on it because it it wasn't entertaining enough to sort of fight through it. So I just sort mm. of gave up. But yeah, but but I got that amiibo though, so it, it's fine. <laughs> and but yeah, there was other sequels. There was one. There was one on the DS that didn't come out. I think, if I remember correctly, it was like a Walmart exclusive or something like that, and it only came out in America. Or it did come out in Japan as well, but, you know, just normally. Mm. Uh, and I don't think it ever came out here. Yeah, was it about a park yeah. or something? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I remember that. And I think... And wasn't some else did on the 3DS, like some AR game of it? I don't know. I, I was thinking about the AR of the 3DS uh, the other day, actually, how it was... a. Uh, it seemed like... Was it Face Raiders, the thing that came with the 3DS? And then uh, just, it seemed one of those things that they just never used. Like, Nintendo seemed to have a habit of putting... And not just Nintendo, I think of a few things on Sony platforms, putting things in controllers and peripherals and stuff, and then just... Yeah, just like we should have just saved the money because no one's ever going to use it. <laughs> yeah, the whole AR thing didn't really. I think it was a bit too early. Really, I mean, I don't yeah. know. It's, it's. I mean, I guess there's more of it on smartphones now, but well, I suppose that's what Pokemon Go is. I keep forgetting that it's got AR stuff mm. in it, um, and that's doing all right for them, I suppose. Um, okay, so moving on then, um, your fourth game after Chibi Robo, is a game that isn't wouldn't be on my list, but it, I, I kind of wish it was, because it can, it's, it's fantastic. Outrun 2. Yeah. Uh, I think a bit like Gunstar Heroes, when I... So, this originally came... I didn't, I've never actually played it at the arcade. I, I, I would love to, though, I, but I've never seen it. So it was... When it first initially released on the Xbox, it, yeah, it was just one of those games where, when it came out, you know, I think this... It would have, wouldn't been long after things like Halo 2. A lot of sort of um, big, you know, a lot of these kind of games that you sort of expect now were sort of coming out around that time. Yeah. But I just found myself just loving the absolute hell out of the drift mechanics in Outrun 2, and I just found myself playing it over and over again. And yeah, and just it just looked great. It ran smooth I, as hell. I was going to say, I. I remember thinking it was one of the best looking games I've ever seen. Not that it was the most like high fidelity game I'd ever seen, but yeah. just the look of it was it was just perfect. It was such a good looking yeah, game. Yeah, I mean it it's it's the sort of game that makes me sad about um about Sega not being quite uh what yeah. they were cuz I mean I don't think Outrun 2 was the it was one of the last games that was just Sega as hell, you know, and it had all the kind of art, high fidelity sort of art direction of a uh, the Sega game, and uh, it just looked amazing. Yeah, um, were you a fan of the original? Not massively. No, um, no, I, I'm same, but I don't know what it is. Maybe like you say, it's the handling, the drifting mechanics. It's it's, it's purely the the drifting mechanics. It feels like um, I've, sometimes when you're drifting, well, you, I mean, you've played Super Meat Boy, right? Just how the platforming in that is when you really thread a, a jump, it it feels like really good. It's like Outrun is Outrun Two at least is like that, but 
sideways, I guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's the drift has a a similar feeling of a nicely done platforming jump where you've yeah. you know totally you know not just jump but like like a Mario jump where where you know there's a bit of inertia to it and it's a bit of control in the air and that that kind of thing you know yeah because it was even like um in a crazy taxi where you had the crazy box which had all these like challenges yeah outrun 2 had challenges like drift in this like it'd be like um a section of track and you had to drift in that area mm. and, like fill a meter or something it was it had like i i remember playing it beyond just the racing it, it yeah it was um I remember it being a bit cheap as well when it came out, but it, it yeah, the, it was a fantastic game. Yeah, I, I, I think I feel like I've said that every time I've spoken. So, oh, what a what a game! What a game. <laughs> yeah, I think it's uh, yeah, I, I totally miss the series now. Um, I mean, I I still have, I guess, the online edition sitting on my PS3, so I can go back to it anytime. But yeah, I'm so ready for an update because there's just not many drift races around now, even. And even the last Ridge Race uh, was well, there was there was Unbounded, but that didn't quite have the kind of drift mechanics and of mm. of other Ridge Races and of this. So it's yeah, I'm I'm really ready for a, another game like Outrun Two. Uh, very quickly, because I don't want to talk about my list too much, and I feel like I've brought it up a few times already. But um, did you play Afterburner? Uh, what was it called? Climax. Afterburner Climax. Yeah. I am re- yes, I played the fuck ton out of it because yeah I, when i say it was like because that is the last sega as fuck sega game that's the last one that they've made okay then um so your your next game number three on your list is another racing game after i run two it's f and another sega one f-zero gx yeah well you know that was the time of sega racing games as far as i'm concerned yeah and for similar reasons of um outrun two uh it was I mean, this was game just felt so damn quick, and it was it was ridiculously fast, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, but but still, but it still felt controllable, like in a way which I don't think any other game has felt because it was very twitchy, and mm. and just with some nice careful control, uh, yeah, you you could like thread all of these corners at super high speeds, and it was just so satisfying. And again, another massively attractive game as well. Just the its comic book style, ridiculous kind of colourful comic book style was, you know, fun as hell. I I just like the general ca- roster and cast and law of uh, F Zero as well. It it's just you know the the silliness of it, and uh, even though I've never actually watched like an anime of it or anything, because I a bit of me doesn't want to, because I've kind of got it in my head already. What. <laughs> uh, you know what it's like, and uh, I don't want that kind of ruined. I mean, it might be good. I mean, I don't know, but um, but I, I've got I've got my version in my head. Is all I'm trying to say. Do you think you'll ever get another one? Another F Zero. Yeah. Um, you know, we've just got Streets of Rage Four. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. I'm very after after like I, I think I said someone that thread you know we've got sequels to wind jammers and streets of rage and shenmue 3 and shenmue 3 yeah, yeah. i mean it's just never say never i guess you know who knows yeah. give it another 10 years and some fucking indie developer you know gets gifted it and it's you know we get another, get another one well nintendo put out kid icarus as well 
on the 3DS. Oh, yeah, they did, yeah. So at some point they just, they only have so many franchises and they, (laughs) Nintendo more than any other uh, company likes to reuse those franchises. Mm. So um, not that they never come up with anything original, but. Yeah, yeah, they they tend to just work. I mean, I think they just do original stuff within their already made frameworks, I guess. Yeah. So you've got like, it's my. It's why I think Advance Wars might come back, just because at some point they'll rest Fire Emblem. They've already changed Fire Emblem so yeah. at some point, and they've put out a lot since. So at some point they'll rest it, and then that's the time to bring out another RPG-style battle thing, which would be Advance Wars. In which case, they need another racing game at some point after Mario Kart. Mm. Maybe F-Zero. I hope so. I think I'd, I want Outrun before another F-Zero, though. I think F-Zero... Mm, actually, I might be not. I don't know. No, it doesn't matter about that. Uh, uh, so yeah it's just another you know there's not I don't really know what to say about it other than it's just so much fun with um, with what it does with the kind of just the simple mechanics of throwing a ship down a track and and just making it feel really good and really satisfying and really fast mm. and just nailing it nailing everything it, it, it attempts to do yeah it's a shame as well because it's another one that I don't think a lot of people will have played just because it was tail end of the GameCube mm. is a franchise that isn't a hugely popular franchise. And just at that time as well, people weren't really into these sorts of games. So I feel like it, it probably didn't sell well and, and not a lot of people have played it. But it's it I don't, I don't know how well it holds up, but at the time it, it really was something else. I remember, I think this was one or two years ago on the speed, on the Awesome Games Done Quick, the speedrunning charity thing, the F-Zero was... Even even during like I think there was even some league stuff going on, it was the most watched thing on Twitch. So you know who knows? If you make enough yeah. noise. Twitch plays F Zero. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that'd be over pretty quickly. <laughs> okay, so the second game or number two game on your list is, I think, something that just about everyone is going to agree is is one of the greatest games ever made. It's like. The we were talking before about the the things that just sort of unequivocally are great games. Like even if it's not your favorite, you just go, yeah, it's a it's a fantastic game. It, yeah, you know. Resident Evil Four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is just a um, it's just an epic. It, it's just uh, this huge monster laden adventure with guns and uh, and yeah, and it, it just. I, for God's sake, where do you start? <laughs> Talking about Resident Evil well, it, 4. It's, uh, I, I was going to say, for the people who haven't played it, I feel like, I mean, A, they've re-released it so often that even if you're like, yeah. oh, well, there's going to be people like, that game came out like 15 years ago. So, like, but even they've re-released it so often that mm. people probably will have played it at this point. But, like, it just, it was such a change from the old Resident Evil games. Yet it's still, and it was so action orientated compared to them yeah but it still had tense moments yeah well it it took tense moments from the high intensity i mean that that thing high intensity it's tense and uh yeah i mean the way the the zombie well pelagus or what but the zombie like creatures would come at you you know they didn't they didn't just stumble well they'd sprint towards you and they'd get to a certain distance and then they'd then they'd stumble towards you so you always had this sort of feeling of them creeping in on you uh even when they were far away you know you couldn't sort of stop because they'd run after you and then start the whole creeping thing once you were cornered and, and that kind of thing so yeah it, it it gives 
it, it totally gives that sense. And I think some people misremember the old Resident Evils because I think people remember, you know, maybe being the slow, the stumbling zombies and being like creeped out. But once you've played it for a few hours, what you find yourself doing is actually just slaloming around zombies. Yep. <laughs> you know, it is. Once you get familiar with it, you, you do start, you know, just trying to lead zombies into it. so because you had low ammo you know you were you were trying to sort of shepherd them in out of the way of places so then you could sort of sprint round and run round you know it was the gameplay was always about shepherding but it's just they've, they've changed it into sort of more you actually sort of doing that and then shooting them rather than just sort yeah. of leaving them there i think it's it's not getting firstly not necessarily coming back to areas but also getting ammo back when you kill things it was all of a sudden a reward for mm. killing stuff that you didn't have before because it was just a cost to killing zombies yeah yeah it was that before but now in, in Resident Evil 4 there's less of that and it, it just felt like a, just a big sort of trip that you know it, it seemed like the type of game that just sort of takes place during one night sort of thing and uh, mm. you know it's got this very sort of linear in, in terms of sort of I think I think the game might cut away a couple of times. Oh, yeah, because he gets kind of knocked out a few times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to say, do we spoil it? But, like, how old is it? Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah. But no, we'll just say he gets knocked out a few times. That's that's it. Um. So, so yeah, but yeah, it still feels like it's just this one continuous thing going through these weird air you know going from like a village to a castle to like an army base and uh and yeah and it, you just never knew what was coming next when you would first play it and it, yeah in even in terms of the monsters yeah and the way the gameplay shifted as well because you'd get bits like i was thinking of the regenerators before yeah um like they were they were different so you get these sort of traditional resident evil moments mm. but then you'd get bits where you kind of just you're almost free to just go on a killing spree yeah, but then you get these huge siege things, like you were saying, and and like there's a particular bit with a cabin, and it's just like you are just getting swarmed. Yeah, and and there's certain enemies that appear at certain times, and and so on and so on. There's boss fights, and it does feel like blocks of gameplay, but they they mix up that formula, or they mix up the the run of the game quite a lot. And yeah, um, yeah, it it was so different than anything else when it came out. It was so far ahead of anything else. Well, that's the thing, the, the game I think of as well, which, what's, well, this came out before the it as well, but I think similar is Half-Life 2. I, I do, the way it's paced in how yeah. the action, I do think there's a spiritual link there between Resident Evil 4 and Half-Life 2, even though the gameplay is different, but I, yeah, but just I just mean in terms of pacing. Yeah, the, A, the continuous thing, but also the way it's like, oh no, now you've got this gameplay mm. for a bit, and then this gameplay and this gameplay. It, yeah, I can see that. It's the first, because it used to just be, like we mentioned, like Gunstar Heroes. It's not that the gameplay never changes in that, but it does feel like you've just got this level, and then that level. And then this, and it's more or less the same thing all the way through. Yeah. Which um, which version of Resident Evil Four is your favourite? I'm uh, assuming you've played more than one. Yeah, uh, the original. Um, well, I mean, it's the original GameCube one which I played the most, uh, and I think I know where you're going with this. I'm not a big fan of the Wii version. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that is my favourite, but that's not. Where all right. I'm okay, with. I thought you were. All right. Um, but yeah, and it's the PS3 as I've played it as well, uh, which. Is fine, you know. It's, I, th- I think it is the 
just the GameCube version. Hmm. I mean, I don't think it was the PS2 version, which took a bit. That version took a bit of a hammer in to get it on there. But um, yeah, so yeah, I, I think so. You know, might as well say the PS3 version since you know it's got those upscale graphics a bit. But that's the only thing that improves it. And and the annoying thing, which I don't know if anyone remembers, but the uh, GameCube version was on two discs as well. So you had to do oh, yeah. the <laughs> you had to. I had forgotten about that. I um I again I must have just been a bit flush at that point or something, but um back in the days of Lixang and PlayAsia and, and sort of PlayAsia still around, I imported. I wasn't. I've never a huge Resident Evil fan. I liked one or two of them, but mm. um I think I just had a GameCube and wanted something to play, and there was a bit of hype for Resident Evil Four. And on the cover of Famitsu was a demo for Resident Evil Four. So I imported a copy of Famitsu from Lixang. I remember playing it and uh, like putting it on for the spatula was around another friend of ours and we just played that all night just like you have got it and you have got it and it's just the first bit up until the where's everybody gone? Bingo? That bit. I've messed that <laughs> yeah. line up but whatever. <laughs> um, that was the end of the demo and it was just to see if we could get to it and just because we were just like Jesus Christ and then I ended up importing the game from America when it released there because that was the earliest point of like playing it in English language and I had to wait like a month and a half or something for the the European version. We're just like, nah, I'm gonna I need to play this now. Yeah, it was like I said, it it will get lost in generations to come, but that it was it just was this apocalypse game, Resident Evil Four. And I'd say that as someone who wasn't a huge Resident Evil fan at the time. Mm. Um it just was it was something else. It was a brilliant game. And I guess it must still hold up because they keep releasing it. I don't know. It, it does to me. I mean, the only reason why I don't play it much now is because I have played it so much over the years where yeah. it does feel like a bit like the back of my hand at this point and I can sleepwalk my way through it. Uh, and so it's not as enjoyable. But um, but I but I, I still remember how it... I can still see how it... Uh, the interesting... What, why it is interesting gameplay-wise and what, you know, the... And and how good the pace of it is, and yeah, just just I, I, you yeah, know yeah, I'm just still waiting for a, a game. It's an event, you know, a big adventure like that that does it as well as Resident Evil Four. I mean, I think the yeah. the Last of Us is probably the only game that comes that, that's similar. Um, yeah, yeah, I can see that slower, but yeah, I can see that. <laughs> You've hinted at a couple, but is there uh, any games that almost made your list? Yeah, so, um, yeah, I mentioned, like, Super Mario Bros. 3 was on here for the longest time, but, because uh, I, I do think, it, technically, as far as 2D platformers go, it's it's still one of the best. And also, I had Vanquish on here, which I mentioned before. That's a really good game. It is. Yeah, yeah. Is uh, I think I swapped it with God Hand, because... Well, I think maybe God Hand. I mean, um, Vanquish is technically better. I think God Hand just holds a bit, bit more of a grasp on me, so that's why it it got swapped in. Yeah, I mean, I wanted pretty much any Legend of Zelda game on here as well, but as much as I love the series, I can't think of a single one which just hits all the right notes. Like, you know, I, I like pretty much most of them, but there's always a but with the uh, with them, and uh, I, I try to limit on the butts for this list you know games <laughs> that don't have them <laughs> um well i'm glad you didn't just because i think a, a certain games are going to be very represented yeah and if not this is anyone listens to this don't feel like you have to change your <laughs> list or anything but 
it's nice to have a mix of stuff to mm. talk about. Yeah, it doesn't sort of bring out your usual uh, usual characters that uh, turn up. Yeah, there's only so much you can say about Bioshock. Yeah, <laughs> Bioshock. That's nowhere near my list. <laughs> yeah, we our lists are pretty similar. Yeah, <laughs> well done. <clears throat> yeah, I, I think that is. There, is there anything else? Well, okay. What about um, you are known and you get quizzed quite a lot about fighting games on the forum. Oh yeah, that's yes, that's what I wanted to bring up on. That was the other thing. Um, yeah. I, I, I guess with the current crop of fighting games that I'm playing, as much as I really like them and as much as I've been enjoying learning them, you know, I, I couldn't put Street Fighter Five on here because, you know, th- there's there's issues with that game. Yeah. In, when you think of it as a whole package. And uh, Street Fighter Four, I, I, I like a lot, but it, again, when it comes to... Mm, I guess I put Battlefield on here, and I'm thinking of that purely just for the multiplayer. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think I just, I think it's just I did this list at a time. I've not been playing fighting games much lately because I, I don't know. I think I just got it. Well, you played a lot of them for for a, a decent yeah for about, about a year. time. So yeah, for about a year, I've been playing them a lot, and I think I've just been wanting a bit of a break from them. I've not been thinking about them much. Um, in fact, even like. They've dropped three characters. The last three characters on Street Fighter Five, I've not played around with at all yet. Um, I still play Dragon Ball a bit, but again, m- much like Street Fighter, I, I kind of despise the single player in it to the point where it makes me bring it bring it down. You know, as much yeah. again, and as much as much as I like the game, so I guess I guess much like Legend of Zelda games, the you know the fighting games that I play are like yeah, they're really good, but and I wanted to avoid that. So is, is Street Fighter your go-to series then as a fighter? Yeah, well, yeah. Um, not you know what at the moment. No, I'm 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 probably more of a Dragon Ball player at the moment. Uh, yeah, I've not been not been playing much Street Fighter Five this year. Okay, so your your number one game then, and again, it's another game that I think people will consider to it is just a classic game, Metroid Prime. Yeah, yeah, this. This is the big one. Uh, I, I think much like Resident Evil 4, it's another one that's just a perfectly executed adventure game. It's just so smart. Uh, in in like it doesn't. There's still not something that plays anything like it. I, I think I don't know if people are going to be shy of making a game that has like a lock-on system, first-person shooter, basically. Mm. Uh, even though it, it, doing that made some quite fun combat experiences due to. Um, Due to more, it was more about dodging. They made the the bullets quite big and slow moving, and so it it, it played quite tra- like a traditional scrolling shooter in a way. In that it wasn't just shooting things first and like taking cover. It was literally being in the fight and timing, dodging out of the way. I, I like that kind of you know shooting in things, and uh, yeah, it's a, and also just the overall how how the map. Is, is laid out, you know, the areas are amazing and, like, the music was just great in all of them and it, it was just walking into Fendrana Drifts is probably, yeah, what one of my favourite things. You know, it, to me, it, it's like um, coming out of the vault in Fallout 3 or something, you know, it was... Yeah. It had that similar kind of effect, but, like, earlier, well, for me at least, and um, although I've got a few games that have that, you know, like Hyrule Field in Ocarina of Time and stuff. One of the things that always sticks with me with Metroid, 
uh, Metroid Prime, I should say, is it's it's a very quiet game. Like tonally, it's it's this sort of somber. I don't know what you call it, but it's it's, it's not an empty world, but it does feel it's not Alien and Aliens. It's two thousand one and Space Odyssey. It's it's an empty. It's it's someone. It's one person on a planet on their own. And it yeah. feels like that. And it, yeah, and it's just hostility around you as well, really, yeah. as you're going through. Uh, yeah, it, it definitely has that, that kind of feeling as well. I mean, and that's that's why, again, I think it's sort of that perfect package where there are moments of the game that feel like that. I remember there was an underwater section which was particularly good because it, it was the frigate that you were on at the start of the game crashed and then you explore it again when it's sort of uh, submerged in water. And yeah, I remember that that being pretty effective in in sort of how it sort of made it sort of dangerous. There was a lot of sort of dangerous uh, new aqua life around, and yeah, it it was re- it's really good at doing that. And yeah, and how it complements the more action paced areas of some of the later sections of the game and the bosses, which again were also really well designed and different. You know, they um. They all have that different strategy to beat them. Yeah. Again, it's just much like Resident Evil Four. It's just this big, perfectly realised adventure, large-scale adventure game. Which, yeah, there's nothing much like it. Did you, um, did you ever play the Wii version? Yeah. Is it, I never got around to it. Again, it's something I, I bought but never mm. got around to. But is it? Does it improve things? Yeah. Um, I think the the. The Wii controls are really good in the Metroid, the Metroid Prime games, um, because it, with the GameCube pad, it um, so because it didn't um, have, it, it wasn't a dual stick shooter. It had this lock on system. Yeah, you 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 would kind of have this. Uh, you get used to strangely when you held the lock, if you weren't locking onto anything, you still held that button down. That's when you could sort of strafe. So you getting around places. I, I when I think of how I used to play it, it was this strange uh, thing of just sort of walking around normally, and then just when I wanted to strafe, just hitting that button, strafe, letting go, and then moving around uh, normally again. Because the C stick was used to switch weapons, I think it was. Mm. Yeah, and but yeah, with uh, with the Wii Remote, it's just got a bit more traditional controls. Like yeah, yeah stick is what. You know, it's forward, backwards, and strafe, and then it's your turn and whatnot with your pointer. Um, it's got, I guess, it's more traditional, but it works really well because you know you had to lock onto pretty much everything on the GameCube version, but you, you don't have to with the Wii. You know, it 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 controls really well. Yeah, it, it, the Wii is probably the way to go with, with it if you're gonna yeah if you to get that trilogy, which uh, which I have it as well, and I think I've got a. Uh, uh, a finished save file on all versions of it. <laughs> I um I've got it. I think I've got, I've got a, an external hard drive for my Wii U, and it's on that. I think. All so, right. Um. Yeah. I'll I'll I will one day get around to it. I uh I always preferred Metro Prime Three to Metro Prime, I, but largely I think because of the controls. Right. Um. Because I remember it had a grapple system or something. Or maybe that was in Prime One as well. Yeah. It but was. so yeah, I'm kind of hoping that. You take Metro Prime 3's controller, put them in Metro Prime 1, and it, it really, really... I mean, it was already a great game. Yeah, yeah, it was... Yeah, if if the, if you like the controls in 3, then then yeah, it'll uh, it'll hold... I'm, I'm pretty sure the game will hold up really well now as well. Also, I was just going to say, especially since uh, 
it, it's still a game I'm waiting for someone to rip off. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, oh, well, no, there is Metro Prime 4, isn't there, coming? Oh, well, I guess there's that. Yeah, we've got a logo. Yeah, we've got, there's definitely a logo. Uh, so that actually makes three or four, sorry, four GameCube games. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't have thought it, but is, is the GameCube a particular standout system for you? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, that era of games still now is one of my favourites. The GameCube, Xbox, PS2, um, and and yeah, I, I had the GameCube. Well, I had the GameCube and the Xbox, and but that was where I really felt like I was finding the the kind of games which I really liked and really sort of helped build my enthusiasm for games generally. Mm. Okay, well, yeah, thanks for joining me. I keep complimenting you on your list because, like I said, there's. Um, Sonic 3, Gunstar Heroes, uh, Outrun 2, Resident Evil 4, Metroid Prime are amongst my favourite ever games. Yeah, so, it's a nice list. I like it too. Yeah, and I think you're going to be episode 2. Oh, really? So the, however many people end up going on these, they've got a bit to live up to now. <laughs> so, um, yeah. But also, no, like I said, no Bioshock. That's, that's good. No. Um, <laughs> I don't even hate it. You know, no, I, just, I don't either. It, it, in fact, I quite like. I, there's things I like about it, but yeah, yeah, it's it's not a game I. I I think I kind of went back to it. Uh, not actually that long after it came out, and I was like, no, nah, I, I I can't be bothered to go through what annoys me anymore. Anyway, thanks for joining me. Like I said, really good list, and yeah, I hope hope you enjoyed talking about good games. Yeah, it's it's better than just thinking about them.